put my faith in Christ, but I got to a point where I'm like, what is going on? God, I am broken. For a long time, I actually, you know, my prayers were, God, will you bless the work? Just bless the work, just bless the work. And I finally got to a point where it's like, Lord, what's wrong? And he showed me that I had made it an idol in my life, that I'd use the gifts that he had given me for my own glory, not his. How do you unlock the full potential of your influence and create the lasting change that you were destined for? I am your co-host, Dave Donaldson. Thanks, Dave, and I am your co-host, Scott Young. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Join us each week for exciting stories and strategies from leaders, experts, and professionals from around the globe. As we are empowered to make an impact that resounds from your neighborhood to the nations. What a joy it is to welcome you to the Influencers Podcast. We are here to see your influence increase and really to cause the world to become a better place. Why is it when the words once upon a time are spoken, it's a magical moment? It's because children love stories. In fact, children of all ages love stories. I've heard it said that principles passed. If someone gives you a list of principles, that's going to pass. But stories stick. Our guest today on the Influencers Podcast, Peter Craigner, is the executive director of Moving Works, which is a nonprofit that tells stories through film. Lives are transformed. They capture those stories. Lives are transformed by Christ. They capture those stories and tell those stories in a way that brings transformation to those who listen. Previously, Peter was an independent filmmaker and a screenwriter who did work for Sony Pictures and NBC Universal, Walden Media. He now is a missionary filmmaker. He and his team use their talents to tell stories that are gospel-centered. Then they give them free to be downloaded and shared by some of the least reached but internet-saturated nations in the world. Their films have been translated into many languages and have reached over 180 nations. When Peter is not serving moving works, he enjoys discussing the cinematic exploits of Godzilla. That's in his biography. So there it is. He loves Godzilla. And there's so many Godzilla movies. We could do a whole podcast just on Godzilla, but we won't. He loves to date his wife. And then this interesting tidbit of information, he loves to incite impromptu wrestling matches with his three daughters. Peter, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you played a little bit with the Godzilla stuff. Well, also, no, I got to launch into this. Who wins the wrestling matches? You know what? Recently, I I, I have a 16-year-old now, 16-year-old daughter. And I will say, I, I actually, she was really tough. It was just this last Friday. She was on the sofa. My kids love to wrestle, very physical for fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I sprung on her. And I mean, she kind of, I was kind of intimidated. She's getting kind of tough. And so uh, I better mind myself when I'm picking, picking fights. So glad to hear that you are a dad who is present with your kids, though. That's amazing. Oh, that's hey, tell us a little bit about the story of your um, transition from working in the entertainment film industry to working now with Moving Works. Yeah, well, um, ever since I was a kid, I loved making movies. And so I started making movies when I was nine. 
and I made a lot of ninja movies. We won't go into ninja movies either. Though, don't tempt me about Godzilla or ninja movies. <laughs> but um, I loved making movies, and I always felt like, you know, wouldn't it be great? Lord willing, you know, I would get the opportunity to make films in Hollywood, and that was the dream. Um, and over the years, by God's grace, I had success. I start. I went to film school and started making independent films coming out of film school, uh, shorts that played in several film festivals. Next thing I know, people, agents, producers were asking me, um, hey, would you be interested in writing a feature-length script? And we'd love to see if we could make a feature together. And so fast forward, and I will fast forward, mm-hmm. but um, in that process, I found more, more grace from the Lord in terms of success. People really liked my writing. I never attempted to be a writer, but I found myself writing and uh, with the whole, you know, hope of making the, the films. And so I got in, I had a screenplay, get into the uh, Sundance Screenwriters Lab, got an agent, wrote a screenplay that sold to a studio. And for five years, I became a screenwriter. And mm. so now that sounds like a great story. If this were to end, high fives for everyone, it's all over. This is great. However, what I discovered, and this is a work of the Lord, that during that this time, I, I honestly became um, just more and more of a broken person. The more I found success, the more I was, uh, I, I mean, just legitimately depressed. Um, my whole worth was attached to this thing, to, to writing, to making films. And so when someone liked my work, I was up. When someone didn't, I was down. And I was a broken, broken person. And over that time, you know, I knew Christ. I put my faith in Christ, but I got to a point where I'm like, what is going on? God, I am broken. For a long time, I actually, you know, my prayers were, God, will you bless the work? Just bless the work, just bless the work. And I finally got to a point where I was like, Lord, what's wrong? And he showed me that I had made it an idol in my life, that I'd use the gifts that he had given me for my own glory, not his. And uh, it took a little bit of introspection, seeking God in his word, prayer, community speaking into it. And I realized, you know what, you know, if, if God is the God, he says he is in, in scripture, well, then I need to look at things differently. My gifts are meant to be used for his glory, not my own. And so through a season of just repentance and seeking him, uh, he stirred my heart to use my gifts explicitly to show who he is and what he is doing around the globe. And so that's where Moving Works came out of as a nonprofit started in 2012 to make films that glorify Jesus. And so um, it was quite a journey. And I do wanna say God is so gracious because I took something, a gift he'd given me and turned it into an idol. I love that story in the Exodus. People probably want to skip over it, but it's one of my favorites. It's like the Israelite, they make a golden calf. And I really resonated with that. I made a golden calf out of this, out of this uh, gift that he had given me. But what he did is he just, he dismantled it, which is great. But what he did is he didn't just take it away either. He could have just, okay, I gave you this gift. I'm going to take it away, but he redeemed it and allowed me to use it now to make films that, uh, glorify him. And so it's just an honor to be able to do what we're doing here at Moving Works. So it was success, but it was empty success. It was success with a really broken heart, sinful heart. And so, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, man, my hope was to get this thing and my eyes were on it. And I, I, I think I use God in many ways. I, I would, I would just with this, you know, I, I believe that God, yeah, obviously he can bless us in our work, but um, 
I, my constant prayers were not about him, not about submitting it to him. It really just about him blessing what I wanted over and over and over. And I do believe God gave me, this is how lavish God is, I believe. He gave me success to show me how broken my heart was and how sinful I was. He, he allowed me to have success to see you know, how um, far from him I, I was at that time. And so, and then draw me back, which is beautiful. And somebody uh, could be listening right now that's in that exact spot. They have oh, yeah. a, a pseudo success, but they're looking for a deeper meaning. What, what would you say to them? I would say, um, I would say first and foremost, be attentive to where your, your hope, your hopes, your dreams, even your thinking go. Like if you're in the arts, I think that can be a, a very enticing thing. When you're in the arts, um, the things you create can be your identity. It's so easy. It's so it's absolute. It's it's true for ministry as well as now we're in ministry. I mean, that can be your identity as well. You get caught up in that mm -hmm. where if you find success, you find this effectiveness and fruit and you 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 cling to it a little too tightly. So if your thoughts are going towards your work constantly, your art, this would be I would say an opportunity for you to, to turn to the Lord and ask him to search your heart and see if there's something unclean there that you need to surrender to him. And um, yeah, and also go into God's word and be reminded that he is much better than all the success in the world. Go to scripture and see how good Christ is and, and, and put it up against your art form, put it up against the kingdom of God or making a movie, a Hollywood movie, or the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you start to compare those two things, it's like, ah, you know, things start to get put in the right place and become the right size. Uh, Peter, you've worked with some major uh, corporations, Sony, uh, NBC, Walden, and many others. And I was just reading yesterday about how few uh, couples in Hollywood stay together. And speak to that person that is, in that industry or would like to go into that industry on how they can really maintain their moral biblical values in their marriage. Yeah. Um, I certainly, there's a lot of temptations in a lot of different industries. I think, again, I don't think it's necessarily uh, wholly uh, different in the entertainment industry, but certainly there's a lot of temptation. Um, I would say broadly for any occupation that, uh, might entice you to find your identity in it, in your work and your labor, would be to cling to Christ. And I would do that in three different ways. Um, first, in his word. You know, if you're, if you're staying near to the word, you're going to be more protected, you know, to listen to the voice of God, remember who he is, be drawn to him, remember that his love is what you're seeking. Secondly, just spending time with him in prayer constantly that prayer without ceasing scripture talks about be a person that prays without ceasing and then finally be in community so so people can see if there are um or if you're straying if you're distancing yourself from god whether it be in you know you know in terms of your relationship or being a father or being a mother or just being a friend uh people be around people that love you the most people that love you in christ and are willing to kind of speak truth into your life i love how you made a decision though to use uh your craft uh to reach uh the unsaved the unchurched and even the unreached around the world uh, how did that happen in your heart and and focus 
Yeah, you know, when the ministry began in 2012, you know, coming out of the story I just shared, uh, feeling, you know, really far from God, using, again, my own gifts, the gifts he gave me for my own glory, I really, first and foremost, uh, was reminded through the word and just the spirit that how beautiful Christ is, like how stunning he is. And so going into Moving Works, we wanted to make films, and initially it was just me in the ministry, but um, I wanted to make films that glorify him. I mean, if that was the, the chief thing is to, when you watch one of our films, it's not about a missionary, it's not about a ministry, it's not about us as filmmakers, it's about a risen savior, it's about Jesus. It's like, wow. can people watch this movie and be enamored with Christ? Not even the movie itself. It's an interesting thing. I always use the analogy that our, I hope our films are like windows. When you think about a window, you don't, you're not enamored with the glass, unless it's a stained glass window. But in this case, a clear glass, we want our films to be clear glass to the vista of Christ like to not see a film, but to see the beauty of Christ. And so that was initially what we wanted to do in this ministry. And so God in his grace allowed us, we raised support as missionaries would. We wanted to give every film we make away for free. We wanna make films that glorify Christ and give it away to anyone who would wanna use it. They could download, re-upload it, use it however. And um, so we did that for five years. And then um, I had a friend who reached out to me uh, who's serving as a missionary in Japan. And he was like, would you come here and document stories of God at work here? And there's an amazing opportunity to make films because at, in Japan, a lot of people are depressed and lonely and suicide is a, a, is a huge issue there. And so I, he was like, come here and document what God's doing in Japanese lives. And so we were like, okay, let's let's go. We prayed. We felt like this is the door was opening and the spirit was leading us through this. And so we went to Japan. And as we were there, we saw that J Japan is 128 million people and like under 0.5% Christian. And yet there's very few resources like this. There's very few films in their language, in their culture to speak to their hearts, mm -hmm. to show the beauty of Christ. And of course, this is a hyper media saturated country. And so, and many people, you know, there's, there's groups of people that never leave their home. They're on their phones, they're in their bedrooms, they're on the trains constantly. If you're on a train in Japan or in Tokyo, you'll see just phones everywhere. Of course, this is a growing trend everywhere, but especially in Japan. And so when we went there and filmed, we we're like, I think these films are meant for the Japanese people. They're not first and foremost, us bringing it back to the US to share, but can we make these films for the Japanese people? And um, so we made these, we made six films in Japan. And then uh, honestly, God, through prayer, God just showed us, I want you to do that more. Go to countries where Christianity is small and they don't have resources like this. So you can partner with the body of Christ in those countries to glorify God. And I think that's the key thing. We still wanna do the very th thing we started out doing. We wanna glorify Jesus first and foremost rather than even thinking missionally, how do we reach people? It's like, does this honor Christ first? And then of course, secondarily, Lord, can this serve people? Can this um, meet people where they're at and share the gospel? So God showed us then now for the last four to five years, we've been doing this, where our objective is to go to countries that are very small in, um, uh, in Christian population and work alongside the church uh, partner with them to tell their stories for their people. So we went to Japan, we went to the Czech Republic, we've gone to Germany, and we're just recently finishing up a film series from Denmark 
uh, Danish films for the Danish people, Czech films for the Czech people, Japanese films for the J Japanese people. So honestly, and I will say this, I've gotten to do a lot of things so far in life by God's grace to him be the glory on all that. It's my favorite job. It's my favorite job getting to document stories of God at work in people's lives because it's such a blessing to see this cross-cultural king working in ways that are just phenomenal, meeting people. You would have think, you know, cultures are very different. How is God, how is Jesus going to relate here? And yet he does, freeing people from sin and bondage, loneliness, brokenness, death into life. It's awesome. It, yeah, it so is awesome. Night. You know, I was supposed to actually be in Japan next week. Oh, and, there you go. Uh, and have done a lot of work uh, there, including uh, trying to help young women uh, with, uh, you know, the suicide prevention. Mm. Uh, and as you know, it's just so tragic. They jump in front of the train. Yeah. And it's a way to get back usually at their dads because they've got to pay $25,000 for stopping the train and cleaning up. And oh, it, it's just an incredible uh, heart-wrenching, you know, tragedy. And so uh, we help to create Choose Life uh, to help these young ladies find uh, counselors, friends, a safe environment, you know, coffee shops. And so look forward to seeing those testimonies because uh, uh, you're right. I think that's one of the most creative ways to reach these unreached, uh, very challenging cultures like Japan. Yeah. I, I got a question with you, uh, if you don't mind. Who was the ministry that you partnered with in the Choose Life campaign? Yeah, uh, Josiah Huber, uh, Pause yeah. Ministries. He, yeah. He's he's the friend who reached out to me to said, "Come to Japan." Incredible. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said Choose Life, I'm like, okay, I think I know who you're talking about. We yeah, we met there at the Hilton and mapped out uh, the vision for that ministry. Yeah. And and so we're. Uh, going to be going there with some uh, different pastors uh, early next year uh, to map out uh, establishing City Serve Japan. And Lovely. they're part of that. That's awesome. Well, the, these films come from that ministry of testimonies of God affected, affecting Japanese lives within this ministry. So definitely check them out because they, yeah. they have, now, now you know where they come from. Even. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Small, big world. It sure is. Uh, Scott? Well, just why do you think it is that stories reach people at such a deep level? Japanese, Denmark, what is it about story that cuts to people's hearts? I don't know. I guess it's woven into us to some degree. I mean, like a scripture is laid out as a narrative from the beginning. I mean, literally in the beginning. And so there's this structure that God has imparted. We're communicators. We we. We are drawn into stories. Um, I think the types of films we make are more documentary-esque. And so um, we go and we document people's actual testimony. And I think the thing that draws people into the stories that we get to tell, again, it's not us. It's not like our, our nifty filmmaking. I do believe um, the entry point is a lot of times um, the human condition, brokenness, mm -hmm. hurt, pain, loneliness, loss. That's the entry point, because in the end, we're trying to craft stories, Lord willing, that draw people to something that might be totally abstract to them. Many, we had a Japanese foreign exchange student live with us for a year, and she had never heard of the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So this is a 17-year-old Japanese girl that's never heard of the name of Jesus. And so how are we going to get someone 
to even consider Christ, who's never ever heard of him, with, within the span of maybe five to 10 minutes. The entry point is, you know, what we all feel. Something's wrong. Something's broken. I'm hurting. I'm lonely. And so I feel like in some sort of way, we're drawn to stories and we're drawn to, I mean, we want to relate. And so we try to craft stories that, that wade people into the depths of Christ through just honesty. You know, well, like, how do you find those stories? You, you, you land on the ground. How do you find them? Yeah, well, people like Josiah call me up and, uh, well, it's like this. So what we do, the J Japanese scenario is a little bit different because God just came knocking, right? And so um, he said, you know, Josiah called and they're like, hey, we have, we've, we see God at work here. And so we're, we're like, how is he at work? Let's hear. And so we learned stories about specifically in Japan. Now, beyond that, when we got back where God says, I want you to go to other countries like this, we started reaching out to people that had used our films. So we've, we've been making films for going on at that point, five, six years. And we see people all over the globe by God's grace using the films in ministry. And we're like, well, these people already kind of have that inclination to use films and use stories to reach people. Um, and so let's go to the people who are, who are using these stories in different countries. And so the next country that God laid on our hearts was the Czech Republic, again, under half a percent Christian. And so uh, we called up people and we're like, hey, we're interested in coming there and documenting stories. We see that you've used some of our work. Where's, where's God at work? Mm -hmm. what do, what, where do, where's God at work? And what are some of the issues that you think we need to address in films? We always go to, into countries saying, we're like kindergartners. We don't know your country, but we want to partner with you. So can you teach us mm -hmm. about your country? And we'll partner together to find stories that would uh, speak to your people and glorify Christ. So we do it a lot with partnership. To answer your question, yeah. it's all partnership. We reach out to people on the ground, living and out, serving Jesus, and seeing God work on the, on the front lines. You, you probably need God's Holy Spirit to be breathing and pushing you along. And you here and... I like the nudge on this one. I should have said this. It's a lot of prayer too. It's a, it's a lot of prayer. I mean, even the countries, because what we're discovering, um, th this sort of work can be used anywhere in the world. I mean, people are so, I mean, we're media consumers, whether you're going to the most remote country, you're going to see people with phones consuming media or the most populous urban, you know, technologically advanced cultures, you're going to see people using it. So there's need everywhere. So we're like, Lord, where do you want us to go? And it is a lot of prayer. Holy Spirit, lead, lead. And so there's a lot of dependency. And we see him lead through partnership. We see him leading through open doors and closed doors. For example, this last this year, we had we had so many things lined up for one country and all the doors closed. I mean, just, just out of nowhere, it was happening. And we're like, okay, God, we trust you. The Spirit's closing the doors and we gotta be okay with that. And so it is a lot of just trusting the spirit and walking with him. So uh, Peter, just tell us about what's in the stories, who is in them, what's the length of the story and how does the story develop? Yeah, and so um, first and foremost, the films are short films. We do wanna meet people in the flow of life. And so say a film in Japan, most people won't know Christ. And so we want to introduce Christ with something very accessible. So many of the films are like four to seven minutes, four to 10 minutes. 
And so a simple story that has a beginning, middle, and end that will draw them into, into a truth about Christ, or maybe even the full gospel. Stories will be diverse in that way. Uh, many of them have, uh, you know, they're men and women, different ages. And so there's a diversity there that we want to share. And many of them are just simple, um, they're documentaries. And so the real stories, real testimonies of how God has affected people. Um, many of the stories as well, it's not just someone coming from not knowing Christ to knowing Christ. It's also films that show what a Christian a Christian life looks like. So someone serving the poor, living out their faith, serving the marginalized. And so we believe firmly even showing a Christian walking out and living out their faith in Christ is evangelistic. Because many people will say, you know, they have an idea of what Jesus looks like, but if they can see a Christian walking out the beauty of the gospel, Christ himself in that. And so uh, they can be, again, very evangelistic, someone coming to know Christ. They can be just even missional, show, someone showing, uh, living out their faith in Christ. And so we, we believe in the end, you know, like Paul says, he says, some water and some sow, but only God gives growth. Uh, we believe that and hope that these films, when they're seen, might uh, sow the first seed or maybe water a seed already planted in someone's life. And again, but that only God truly gives growth in a person, the Holy Spirit moving through the film. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of churches and ministries uh, that'll be listening and watching this that are going to want to know uh, how can we work uh, with uh, moving works? Uh, be nice how do we, <laughs> yeah, how do we get connected with you? And I think that part of that is do you also capture these stories in, in America, you know, our cities? Yeah, um, we are walking, my prayer for this year, and it's probably be my prayer for next year, is that we stay faithful. Lord, just help us be faithful to what you want us to do, um, whether small or great, or continuing in the effort that we're walking in or something different. We want to be faithful to your spirit and, and listen and follow. Um, in terms of people reaching out, you know, you can go to movingworks.org and, and see all our films. All our films are available to view, to download, to re-upload, to be used in ministry however you feel led, which is a gift from the Lord. And so, um, but if there are stories, right now, of course, our, we desire to go where people, where many of these resources just cannot be found in their culture and in their language. So in the U.S., I think there needs to be films here. We need to see God at work in the U.S. through English-speaking films. We need it. And we've been doing that for the first five years of ministry. That was our just focus. Wherever God took us, we, we made a lot of just films here in the States. Um, but God has caused us to go to countries where they don't have this resource at all and where the population is so small in terms of Christianity, where people could use these as tools to, to engage conversation and we get to equip the church in that country. And so, but we're open-handed in the widest sense. If God were to bring about a story that, that resonates and the spirit says, I want you to make this, um, we, we wanna follow him. So we're not closed-handed on this, but we're very firm on our conviction where he's causing us to, uh, to the, 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 the church that we're called to serve right now in different countries. We feel that conviction, but we're open-handed to see what else God has in store for us as well. I hope that makes sense. Well, the conversation could also inspire someone that's listening, that they they know how, they have some background in telling stories, they have a background in capturing those stories. 
and there's stories around them that they know about. That oh, they, yeah. And people are watching YouTube channels. They're forming communities. It's very organic. And your story could be influential to another influencer that will capture things around them. What, what do you say to someone who says, listen, I'm not a... I'm not a preacher. I'm, I'm not a gospel singer. You have used your artistic gift. And they're sitting there saying, well, I've got a gift, but it's not preaching. It's not singing. How could God use my gift? Yeah, well, I would ask him, but I would ask him. I mean, like, um, if you have a gift that you feel like you're inclined towards, first of all, acknowledge that's from the Lord. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first thing, Lord, I have this gift. If, if if you don't see a way to use it, you know, I would turn to him. Just ask. I did. I I never thought in a million years I'd be in ministry. I I mean, I I was a Christian. I came to know Christ in college and loved the Lord. Yet I never would have dreamt. I thought I was Hollywood or bust. And so I had tunnel vision, you know, for myself. And so um, God showed me how I can use my gift. But He had to show me, and I had to lay down my gifts. And so I would encourage anyone, whether it be, I'm a great, I, I'm a great baker, I'm a great writer, I, I, I paint, I, I'm an accountant. You know, it's like, goodness, we're in a nonprofit. We always, we love accountants. Um, um, I would first and foremost acknowledge where the gift came from, thank the Lord for the gift, and just approach Him in prayer. I would also approach Him in community. Hey, I have these gifts. Where do you, can you speak into my life? Where can God use these? And then follow suit. And I do want to acknowledge that God in his grace, one of the fruits of this ministry that I was never expecting is that it would inspire other filmmakers to follow suit, to do exactly what we're doing. Not that we're some groundbreaking ministry, that's not true. It's just God in his grace, um, he allowed people to see the work and through the spirit inspire them to to do use their gifts similar gifts to glorify him and so that's been kind of a fun thing to see ministries come out of just seeing what god's done in our ministry and little old moving moving works and so it's uh i i would champion that idea of even if you're a filmmaker make mm -hmm. films make films mm -hmm. that glorify jesus yeah i think there Ooh. are people that might want to support uh, your ministry financially because it's so unique and and it's high impact and there's so many ministries where it's such a crowded lane uh, whereas you are you guys are in an open field here especially with your really your dynamic focus on the unreached how are you currently supported financially and how can people uh, help you out um, well, by God's grace, since the ministry began, he's, first of all, you know, when God called me into ministry, I, uh, the whole thing started with something I never would have dreamt I'd have to do, which is like, like raise support, like a missionary, just go person, like anyone, you know, write their names down and, mm -hmm. and, uh, prayerfully ask Lord, Lord, you show me who you want me to reach out to and connect with and raise support. And so, um, so the ministry is supported, even some of the people that, you know, I went to for the very first time going on almost 10 years ago, still supporting the ministry in a monthly way. And of course, by God's grace, as as people see the films, they feel compelled to give joyfully by the uh, the work of the Spirit in their life. And so we are absolutely 100% donor supported, and we do ultimately mean God, you know, 
moving through people that have seen the films and have been stirred to to give. And so if by chance um, God is stirring your heart, yeah, we're, we're a nonprofit 501c3. And so we always want people to join us in this ministry of making films to glorify Christ and reach people around the world. Just remembered how to contact this wonderful work. Movingworks.org, movingworks.org, and you can connect. You can watch, you can see what has already been done and maybe sow a seed into what could be coming down the road. What a great joy to have you with us on the Influencers Podcast. And we appreciate you being salt in a world that needs that flavor and being light in dark places. We bless what you are doing and really pray for its great success. Thank you so much. All glory to God. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.